The Fields Auto Group proudly presents Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shatter, John Osher, and NFL Network analyst and former Jaguar Bucky Brooks bring you the latest on your Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome to the new era. Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks starts right now. Welcome in. It's Wednesday afternoon. It's time for Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks. J.P. Shadrick, John Ozier alongside as well. Busy show ahead. Availability has been a talking point today. We'll get the Jaguar statement from this morning. And then to waiver claim singular it should be. There's only one. The Jaguars just announced some roster moves and the practice squad signings moments ago. We'll try to get to week one. It feels like it's never going to get here at the pace this week is gone, but let's get on to it. We'll get a social media question in as well before the end of the show. Bucky Brooks joining us from Los Angeles, California. It's the dead week, but it's not really dead. There's a lot going on, Buck. There's always a lot going on, and because we have this extended period, which is almost like the Super Bowl week before the regular season kicks off, lots of activity, practice squad signings, people trying to figure out their last-minute roster situations. It's a lot. I have a question for the scout to kick oh, off. Go ahead, John, please. You I'll talked about back. the extended week, Buck. Um, <laughs> does this help uh, before if you claim a guy on Tuesday, on the Monday, uh, then all of a sudden you are have three or four days before the opener. Now you've got ten days before the opener for these guys. Does this help – a guy get acclimated more quickly. Is this good for the player, I guess, in, in that sense? Absolutely. I think you should be able to get a guy ready to play in about 10 days. Uh, that is enough for him to have at least a base level knowledge and understanding of what you're doing uh, from a schematic standpoint. It also gives your special teams coaches and other guys enough time to be able to assess what the player is athletically on the field and kind of put a plan in place to get them onto the field to play in a game. So, yes, the extended time should help some of these guys that are claimed over the next day or two get on the field in week one and become immediate contributors. All right, we'll go through the roster moves coming up in just a little bit. Let's start off today, though, with all the uh, the talk that happened this morning, last night and this morning after Urban Meyer's press conference yesterday. Urban yesterday answered a question about vaccination status playing a role in cutting the roster and said it was a consideration some have run with it, saying it was the deciding factor. Not true. The NFLPA said they were opening an investigation. Today, the Jaguars released a statement discussing availability. It's one of the many factors taken into account when making roster decisions. You can read the rest on your screen there. Uh, Bucky, this is, this is one where, uh, you know, part of it is it, it's the vaccination, non-vaccination thing. It's always going to be a, a point of... Um, where people attract their attention, let's say. Another part of it is Urban Meyer was involved in it, I think. Uh, where, where do you stand on what happened yesterday and, and this statement from the Jags this morning? Look, I think it's unfortunate that Coach Meyer was trying to be transparent and very honest with the media when he stood before them and answered the question. But I don't think it's uh, out of the realm of possibility to entertain the prospect of vaccinated players versus unvaccinated players when it comes to potential availability due to the league's more stringent protocols when it comes to unvaccinated players. I think when you have these situations and you are a decision maker and you're trying to figure out how to put the best 53 on a roster, you have to weigh all of the factors 
that will be a part of the player being on the team. And whether we talk about vaccination status or even character, all of those things are part of the equation. I think the bad part is Urban Meyer was very transparent in answering the question. And because of that, he found himself in a little hot water. Of course it was a consideration, JP. It was a consideration in Tampa. It was a consideration in Kansas City. And it wasn't a consideration for the top 40 guys on the roster. But at the end, when you're trying to decide between guys, it wasn't the consideration. They didn't cut or keep a guy because of it. But as he said, it's a punitive thing when guys have to be out for 10 days. You've got to figure out what your roster is. So, you know, I have no idea what the conversations were about individual players. Yeah. But if anybody around the league who knows anything about the decision-making can honestly say that coaches all around the league weren't discussing whether or not a guy might be available, because they've just come off a training camp where they've had to deal with these protocols. They've had to deal with guys being out when, okay, for, for 10 days, even if this guy wasn't sick because of a close contact, because of a rule, of course it was, you know, of course it was a factor for people. Right. It was blown up nationally, uh, it, and, and well, it shouldn't have been. You've seen quotes around the league where other executives throughout the course of the year have said it. Mm. So, yes, yes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's move on now. The uh, Jaguars today um, had a few people at the podium. George Warhop was one of those guys and said that the starting offensive line – We'll be ready to go week one. That's what we had kind of heard over the last week or so. And that's good news up front, Bucky, to have all five guys available and ready for week one in Houston. Yeah, it's the most important part uh, of the offense is the offensive line. It's the foundation for the house. As much as I can't wait to see Trevor Lawrence throw the ball all over the yard, I also understand that he must be protected. And the best way you can protect him is, one, have a solid pass protection in front of him. And two, you have to be able to run the football. In the preseason, the Jaguars were inconsistent in both of those areas. So now with the number one offensive line fully back and together, man, you have to be optimistic that the opening day performance against the Texans is going to be up to the standard that we're beginning to expect in Jacksonville. It was interesting. And every offensive line coach we've ever known has done this because it's true. They always pointed out, Offensive line's part of the protection now, JP. Uh huh. But running backs matter in that too. Tight end, getting rid of the ball. Uh, Warhop, like every offensive line coach will do, talked about the protection concept being a complete offensive. You know, nothing bothers offensive line men more than when they read the offensive line gave up X number of sacks this season because they're all sitting there going, well, what about those eight times the quarterback ran into pressure, John? I've heard that before right. in my career, JP. So, it, you know, it was, you hear this from offensive line coaches and, and they're exactly right, but it'll never be perceived that way. But overall, uh, I think it's critically important for this offensive line to be healthy going in. It is the most veteran most tenured, cohesive part of the team, if you look at it, the years of experience on the offensive line dwarf everything else on the team in terms of any position group, uh, and that's by design. They must protect Trevor Lawrence and keep the rookie quarterback healthy. That's job one this year, even though it's job one on 
everybody's job. But it's certainly uh, yeah. Job. But it's the offensive line, Bucky. It starts with those guys, and you know they. Uh, we saw the the depth a little bit last week in the preseason week three. Some of those guys had to go out there and play, and uh, you know Urban actually said, "Hey, we were thinking about the day before not even playing Trevor. He went out there and did it anyway." And and those guys played well in that last preseason game, and that's a good sign moving ahead. Yeah, that is a good sign. It's a great sign. Only one starter participated in the game against the Cowboys, but the offense looked terrific. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was protected. The ball was in and out of his hands very quickly. He got it to the playmakers. They were able to run the football successfully. This is the offense that we were expecting to see from the Jaguars when Trevor Lawrence came on board. I think it would only continue to get better as this offensive line builds continuity, as the chemistry continues to connect, and as uh, J.O. alluded to, the running backs and all the auxiliary pieces that are part of the running game and pass protection begin to jail and understand exactly what everyone is supposed to do on every given play. All right, guys, plenty ahead on Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks. We're back in a moment. We'll get into the waiver claim the Jaguars made at wide receiver, and they've signed some players to the practice squad as well. This is Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. At ViStar, we believe in better. And what's better than saving up to $5,000 in closing costs when you buy or refinance a home? With a ViStar No Closing Costs Mortgage, you'll get a great rate, no hidden fees, and like the name says, no closing costs up to $5,000. If you believe saving money is better, join ViStar. Equal housing opportunity insured by NCUA. All loans subject to credit approval. Offer not available on VA and FHA mortgages. For more information, visit ViStarCU.org. That's concern number one for me. You know, we got Dorsett is dinged right now. We brought in Devin Smith, and he goes out there and makes a, you know, makes a catch that I told I haven't, I haven't seen our guys make. So, uh, but he's also had two ACLs. He's an older player, uh, but he gives you the top end of the. He can knock the top off the coverage. Uh, that's my that's my biggest concern, and also three running backs with the ETM being out. So, we're, that's 24/7 conversation as we continue. Head coach Urban Meyer after the game Sunday in Dallas. And welcome back. This is Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shadrick, John Ozer alongside as well. And this hour of Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks is brought to you by Fields Cadillac of Jacksonville and Fields Cadillac St. Augustine, members of the Fields Auto Group. Well, that said, the Jaguars have the number one priority in the claim order and waivers, and they use that 
uh, last night and today, and they have picked up wide receiver Tyron Johnson off waivers from the Los Angeles Chargers, originally undrafted in 2019 out of Oklahoma State by the Texans, a few different practice squads in 2019. And last season, week four was elevated, back down the week after that, and then finished the season from week six forward on the regular roster in Los Angeles. A waiver claim, and you see his stats there on the screen in front of you, nearly 400 yards, three touchdowns. But, Bucky, it's all about speed with Tyron Johnson. They have to be faster on the perimeter. Right now, they have a lot of same speed guys, meaning – possession receivers, guys that are chain movers, but they don't have any big play threats. And so when you're scouring the waiver wire, you're looking for something that's different than what you currently have. They want someone who can give them a vertical dimension in the passing game. Maybe Tyron Johnson can be a guy that can help them right away. Yeah, I thought Bucky hit hit the nail on the head right there. Right now, you know, the numbers thing that Urban Meyer talked about in the press conference yesterday. Yeah, it was five receivers, three running backs. Concerned about five receivers, concerned about three running backs. Mm -hmm. So I think people, and I probably fell into this too, automatically assumed, well, they've got those numbers, so they're going to go out and sign or claim waiver players to up those numbers. Well, Mm -hmm. now that they've gotten those guys through, to them – They've got, what, 17 wide receivers in the practice squad now, JP? What number was that? But they've got four or five. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, to Bucky's point, a lot of those guys are sort of the same kind of guy. They also have Divine Azigbo uh, and uh, Nathan Cottrell uh, mm-hmm. at, at running back in the practice squad. Those guys can be protected. The numbers issue that Meyer was concerned about yesterday has been solved now that those guys are through to the practice squad. They've got their depth there, I think they believe, so there's not that urgency to go out and necessarily sign a player. I'm a little surprised that they they weren't more active on the waiver wire, uh, but they saw this uh, Tyron Johnson, who, as Bucky said, gives them something they didn't have. I guess in retrospect, I'm not surprised they didn't address defense because they kept so many guys yeah, they did. that they clearly liked those guys for a reason or else they wouldn't have kept them. So uh, I don't want to say they're done, but – I don't think they're as worried maybe as they were yesterday when those guys were floating out there. Yeah, and the, the ability to move guys up and down off that squad, Bucky, gives them some flexibility, gives everybody in the league the flexibility another year. Yeah, it does give them the flexibility of another year. Also, the expanded practice squad size, 16 guys being able to be on the practice squad eventually, being able to really stockpile the kind of talent that you want. Also, it's not a coincidence that a lot of the guys that are on the practice squad were in camp with the Jaguars. Because what you would like is to have a bullpen full of players that know the system. They've gone through preseason. They understand those things. So it's minimal teaching and learning that needs to be done if they're elevated. This is all part of a bigger plan when it comes to the team building process, making sure you have enough auxiliary parts to be able to step up at a moment's notice whenever you need it. A cut-down day, JP, is really... It's lost some of the luster, and, and it doesn't have luster for players. I'm talking as fans and media who watch it, and they're waiting for that cut-down day to come, and it means careers are going to end. Some careers do end, and I'm not being insensitive to that, but the reality is it's not a 53-man roster in the NFL right now. It's about a 60- or 61-man roster because of how many that you can protect, and it's really, as Urban alluded to yesterday, Having those 16 spots made those cuts a lot, a lot less difficult because now 
you've got about, what, 66, 67 of the guys that you had before. So you still have your team. Those guys, yesterday, they said goodbye to about 15 guys, not 37 like it used to be on that day. The uh, players named to the practice squad officially, 13 players um, have been signed, and they were either all waived or released by the Jaguars Tuesday. Philip Dorsett, Devin Smith, Laquan Treadwell, Jeff Cotton Jr., and Josh Hammett are the wide receivers. Defensive tackle Doug Costin, offensive lineman Casey McDermott, Trevor Wallace-Sims, and Badera Treor. Those are the three linemen. And running backs Devon Zigbo and Nathan Cottrell. And Brandon Rusnak, defensive back, cornerback Lorenzo Burns. And the team has waived Daniel Aquale. So those are the moves today. Uh, some notables, Bucky. Four former Jaguars claimed by other teams in the process. Quincy Williams is going to join his brother with the Jets. Colin Johnson's headed to the Giants. Ben Ellis in the tight end headed back home to Minnesota to play for the Vikings. And Jake Luton signed with Seattle. Four guys gone. Yeah, poor guy's gone. I think it may speak to the talent that was assembled in Jacksonville. Colin Johnson, we have seen have some moments. The New York Giants certainly need more playmakers on the outside around Saquon Barkley and their young quarterback, Daniel Jones. And then when you think about Quincy Williams going to the Jets, you would like to see some of those guys get signed because what it does is, as a team builder, you've done a great job if, after cut-down day, teams are plucking up some of the guys that you have dismissed. It means that you did a great job of assembling a very competitive training camp. You have the right kind of guys, not only in terms of look, height, weight, size, speed, but also in playing ability that can make it in this league. I think it's a positive sign, even though those players are no longer on the Jacksonville Jaguars roster. Yeah, I said it on our Jaguars Reporters podcast. I I think Ben Elfson's going to play a long time in this league. Um, I, I kind of thought he would be one of the guys in the mix here. Uh, I don't know if it, it – to me, that's the one – I'm not going to say concerns. I'm not sure he's going to be a pro bowler. But I think that may be one that you look back on in three or four years and say, oh, okay, that guy was able to carve out a productive career. Um, but I understand why they had to do it because they've, they've got numbers and special teams is such a big deal for them right now of how they want to build. And they really went heavy with special teams on defense in building this first 53. All right, guys, let's uh, come back in a moment. Social media question, and then we'll get you ready for week number one coming up next week as the Jaguars face the Houston Texans coming up a little bit later. A busy schedule at Daly's Place coming up. Chris Tomlin, Kerry Joe, Bethel Music Tour, September 3rd, Rod Wave, September 9th, Sam Hunt, September 10th, Trippy Red on the 18th. Santana's coming up on the 21st as well. Tickets at dailiesplace.com. And this is Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot has changed in 60 years, but there's one thing that remains the same. Our commitment to our customers and to our community. There's no place like Jacksonville, and there's no place like Gate. 
thank you for allowing us to serve you past, present, and future. Now through August 31st, Jags fans can enjoy two of your favorite roller grill items for just $2 at participating Gate locations. Get them while they're hot. Gate, serving up more. So, it's happy hour. Let's talk whiskey options. Have you tried Citrus Distillers? Have you tried Citrus Distillers Limited Edition 2021 Barrel Aged Jaguar Whiskey? Did you know it's only available for a limited time and manufactured in Jacksonville? Yes, Jacksonville. I said local whiskey. Try it on the rocks or in a Jack's Whiskey Sour. Citrus Distillers Jaguars Whiskey is available at local liquor stores, restaurants, and the Jaguar Stadium. Drink local, Jacksonville. Find recipes and events at jaguarswhiskey.com. There was eight that we felt comfortable with. That was, uh, I think, all eight will play in the NFL. So, so does our GM and so does our defensive uh, coordinator and backfield coach. So uh, what went in is obviously special teams value. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins is playing at a very high level. And then you just start, you know, DT was out for a while with COVID and then comes in and forces two fair catches and looks fast as lightning on the field and you know, has some pretty good film. You know, Jared was a tough one, Jared Wilson, but I don't think that one's done. You know, we're still having conversations how to make that work. You know, but uh, and then Wingard had an excellent game on Sunday. Uh, who else we have back there? Cisco, we feel really good about his future. And Rudy. and Rudy, my gosh, he's been, uh, you know, we took him because our emphasis on special teams. He can play back. He can play back there. He, uh, he's been playing. He, he started at Dime and was a very good blitzer and all over the field. So we feel that we feel that's gone from a, major concern in January to we're pretty we're gonna be all right that's Urban Meyer earlier this week after the cuts they're keeping all the safeties almost all the safeties we want all the safeties we want them all uh I'd love with Bucky Brooks JP Shadrick John Ozer alongside <laughs> yeah all, almost all the safeties they're gonna keep them all wearing teal Buck hey look that's a good thing when you think about your special teams units what you would like is to have linebackers and DBs comprise most of those units, particularly on coverage teams, because you want guys who are experienced tacklers. There are some coaches, and it appears that Urban falls in line with this, that prefer to have defensive guys on cover teams because they're experienced when it comes to tackling, getting guys down, block destruction, and those things. And so the safeties that the Jaguars had collected are not only guys that are experienced, but they have the size and the speed to be able to hold up as kickoff cover guys, Punt hold-up guys and punt returners. That's why they're three-phase players, and so that gives them an opportunity to make the team. Yeah, one interesting name in there that I think Jaguars fans are familiar with is uh, Jared Wilson, who's obviously been here five years. Uh, He was not waived. He was released. Mm -hmm. Urban, understandably, uh, spoke very positively of him yesterday and said, not sure that one's over here yet. I tend to believe that. I, I also tend to believe... I wonder if Jared isn't sort of weighing other options around the league uh, to see if he can be somewhere where he's not on the practice squad. Uh, but we'll see. I, I, he's a good player. He would fit anywhere that you want to be because he can play all special teams. Uh, so I would think the Jaguars would like to get him back if possible in some capacity. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you, you certainly want those guys back. But then what happens is, once guys get to a certain age or a certain year in the league, then you kind of do, okay, he can play special teams, but in a pinch, can we play him in a game at a position? Because as much as we talk about special teams 
being a factor, and that will help you get a jersey. If you get in a game and you have a special teamer who is unable to play his position and there's something that happens, an injury or two to your frontline guys, that guy has to be able to perform. He has to be able to perform at a level that's acceptable for the offensive defense. That might have been part of the consideration when it came to Wilson being let go. All right, guys, let's get to a social media question today. We had one submitted from at Mike underscore Watkins 92. Most are projecting the Jags to win five or six games this season. I understand a huge jump in wins is unlikely in just one year. However, which position group or groups are considered bottom 20 in the NFL for a record like that to be the prediction? What do you think, Buck? Hmm. Which position groups are considered bottom 20? Uh, I think I will phrase it better as which groups are question marks. I think the defensive backs will be considered question marks on the bigger scale. So many young guys trying to play together, that can be an issue. I think there will still be some concerns about the offensive line. Despite the experience, what you saw in the preseason may have made some people just kind of worried. And then finally, I think the running back position has to still be a bit of a, a concern because Travis Etienne was expected to have a huge role in some way, shape, or form being a playmaker. You bring James Robinson back, you still don't know what you're going to get in Carlos Hyde. I think those three positions may have given some people pause when it comes to thinking about the big jump that the Jaguars would have to make to get to five or six wins. Well, JP, you know how I feel about most people projection questions. Right. Um, (laughs) Because the bottom line is most people projecting are not studying every aspect of the Jaguars roster for the question to sort of make sense. I'm not criticizing the question, but most people who say, well, the Jaguars are going 5-12 and 12, have not looked at the Jaguars' offensive line and said, well, this is the reason why. Most people projecting five or six wins are projecting because they went 1-15 and 15 last year and because There's you know, a quarterback it's now, a big jump. Right. So yeah. you put them four or five wins more. Um, the reality is, from a national point of view, from people who haven't studied this team, every position on this team is a question because everything is a projection at this point. I think the wide receivers are going to be much better, but the wide receivers have to prove that statement to be a fact because DJ Tark's had one Pro Bowl year. Beyond that, it's Marvin Jones who's been very good. LaVisca hasn't proven anything. We think he's going to be very, very good, but they have to come together. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to be very, very good. Has yet to play an NFL game. Uh, the running, you know, Every position on the roster, you can do that same thing. I think the defensive line looks a lot better. There's no pro bowlers up there except for Josh Allen. For national people to look at and say, yes, they're going to be good. So I see a lot of things about this team. And, JP, you, you, you read the Ozone every day, so you, you yes, read I me do. reading that, saying that every day. Mm-hmm. They are potentially a very good team, but there are many, many, many question marks that have to prove itself out for any improvement to happen. That's why they're still being projected at five and twelve. Most players on this team haven't proven anything yet. They're projections. I read the ozone every day, but I, I stay out of the comment section. I'm I'm not going. That's a deep, <laughs> deep, dark rabbit hole. I'm not doing. What's that. a comment section? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> let's come back in a moment. We'll uh, wrap things up. Get you ready for Week One and bonus football in Jacksonville next week. Announced today by the league. Remember to subscribe to the official Jaguars Podcast Network. It's on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us that five-star rating and the comment or two. And it's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network.
you can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters, Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Everyone's so busy keeping up. Forget about the Joneses. We all on our telephones with the texts and the tweets and the beats. What he said, she said, can't even follow the thread. Down the hole, we all go. Me, I like keeping up, too, with my corona and my attitude. That's La Vida Masfina. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer, imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Welcome back. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shadrick, and John Osher are along for the ride, as always. Along for the ride. Yeah, we're just, that is a good way of putting it, <laughs> Strap in and hang on. What a ride it's been today. The uh, Jaguars get the Houston Texans in week one next week, a 1 o'clock kickoff time at NRG Stadium in Houston. And then at 425 Eastern time, here at TIAA Bank Field now, the Green Bay Packers will face the New Orleans Saints the uh, Saints had that as a home game at the Superdome, but with the conditions in New Orleans as they are, the league has decided to move that game, and they've moved it to Jacksonville. They've looked at a few different places, apparently, Bucky, and uh, everybody else has filled up. The Jags are away. They're going to play here in Jacksonville. That's pretty neat. That's, that's something I don't think I've seen that in Jacksonville before. We've seen it other places. I don't think we've seen it here. No, it's a real random occurrence to have the New Orleans Saints playing at the Jaguars' home stadium. But it's a great experience for everyone there because you get a chance to see different ball. That's one thing to go to the stadium and to see the Jaguars. It's another thing to see how another team does it. I'm sure they're going to want to fill it up. So it should be an exciting time for fans to just check out football. Look, if I was in Duval, I would be there. I'll check it out because I always love to watch NFL games. You'll probably check it out, right, JP? Well, we'll be uh, Bucky. You and I will be answering phone calls in about the second quarter of that game um, in the post-game radio show. Oh man, double 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 decker. So what I do is I have the Saints game on one screen while I'm sitting at Sakib and some of the other guys that are calling in after a Jaguars win. It should be a lot of fun. How about that? I like that. And then a hundred feet behind us, behind this wall, they'll be playing on the field right here, which is the oddest thing ever. But um, and I'll have no idea about any of it because you'll be on a plane, on a plane yeah. uh, at some point that night coming back home. So that's coming up next week. It feels like well, the players are are here on the field today. They're on the field tomorrow, and then they're off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they're back to work Monday. And and here we go. I I think this week Bucky's going to just crawl by, and then here we go. Next week is finally going to be here. Yeah, next week is finally going to be here. But I think uh, it's one of those things where you can get excited about what is to come because once the regular season kicks off, it is on. And this weekend, with college football kicking off, it is like 
a run of Saturday and Sundays of watching football all the time. Fun time for us. It absolutely, absolutely is. John's fired up too. It'll be it, it'll be here before <laughs> you know it. Uh, but this is you know the NFL. As you know, JP, you've been doing it uh, seven, eight, nine years now. Uh, this is number ten, John, but that's or, okay. Or Thank ten, you. yeah, or ten. Uh, but who's counting? It is such a routine league because of the week-to-week nature of it. It's it's unique among sports like that. Um, so as a result, you get into your routine. We've been doing it a while. All of a sudden, this is a new routine. This is the, the first time where that routine has changed. And it does create a huge lull period between about last, uh, you know, Sunday and next Monday or Tuesday we, re- we really get going. But the benefit is, I asked Bucky on the top, I think it will be a very good thing for players who are switching teams in the future. That always seemed like a weird thing to me. Such chaos for a lot of players on Monday and Tuesday of that week, switching teams. Now they'll be able to get to a new team, a new city, and be more acclimated. So I think it, it'll it be a positive in that sense, even if it does make this week drag a little bit for those of us observing. And the, the minor injuries that guys might have, yeah. you know, a, a hamstring tweak or something like that. You get an extra week off, Bucky, that, that can uh, maybe have some more guys available, like the offensive line for the Jaguars, right? I mean, they, they, that extra week's going to come in handy. Yeah, an extra week will come in handy. If you think about it this way, JP, it's been a long grind for the players. And so you think about the off-season program, you had a break, then you went to training camp. Training camp was fast and furious. You had three preseason games. This is actually a great time to reset. And with the Jaguars kind of being at the forefront of what we call sports performance and doing all those things, I can't wait to see how they try and utilize the time off to their advantage because rest, recovery, trying to make sure that the players are kind of peaking when the season starts. That has to be the priority. You want to get everybody the game day feeling at their best. I think this week, this 10-day off period, gives the Jaguars a chance to do that. Bucky, great stuff as always. We will catch you again next Wednesday when it's week one for real. (laughs) We'll see you guys. All right, Bucky Brooks out of here. John Osier, Joe Fortunato, Brent Reber. For our entire crew, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time on a Wednesday. Huddle up with Bucky Brooks.